Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash cultural stew. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the Cultural Stew Podcast, coming to you from the Goat Factory Media Entertainment Studios. Warning, we use adult language, and there may be spoilers ahead. Hello and welcome to the Cultural Stew Podcast for the week of January 20th, 2020. For episode 47, my name is Ron Harkins Jr. and I am here with Valerie Vidmar. And we are coming to you not together. No, we're not. On 2020. On 2020. Welcome to the 2020s. <laughs> we, have, we haven't met this year. No, we haven't. No. Um, quite a few changes. Um, our studio is gone. Um, a personal choice I had to make. Um, so we are actually recording remotely, not even looking at each other. No. <laughs> so she can't see all the funny, stupid faces I'm making. Well, you can't tell that I haven't had a shower today yet. Well, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I have good reason. All right. And how are you doing? How is your recovery going? Um, fine. I had hip surgery, well, hip replacement on the 8th and I am doing, I'm doing pretty well. I'm still using a walker and, uh, I am day 17 inside. Uh, day 17. How's, day how, 17. How's that going? God, I am about to lose my mind, but. Not, not even, are you able to go out anywhere or if you actually all 17 days in the house, not moving? I've been inside. Um, I can go out in the car. No one chooses to take me. Um, I went outside to practice getting into the car with PT and that was the only time I was outside, uh, okay. really. But yeah, it's been really exciting. I am on puzzle four that I've put together. <laughs> Yeah. A any fun puzzles? Mm, I did one in New York. I did one that was a, what was the first one? I think that first one was a um, bookstore, but I couldn't really sit down very long for that one. Third one was stamps. That was hard. And now I'm on... Um, classic young adult books. Okay. Yeah. So, so lots of Twilight in there. None, not a single Twilight book, believe it or not. Yeah. But yeah, but not any Harry Potter either. We're going classic, classic. So they're classic. Yeah, they're old, old. School. Although Frendel is in there. I don't even know that. No. Yeah, I know. I guess they're, yeah, so it kind of goes very young adult, too. I don't know. I was kind of surprised if Frendel was in there. How old is um, Where would Frendel be on your, how old is that? It's not that, it's not that old at all. And last, I, 
I was thinking it was in the last five years. Maybe it's in the last 10 years. I don't know. But I, if, okay. if so, then. But yeah, I would think that Harry Potter would be in there, but it's not. Anyway, but that's that's what I've been doing. I haven't. I can't seem to become a complete couch potato. It, for some reason, you would think that I would be watching everything under the sun, but I haven't. Um, but I just have watched a couple of things. So, like, uh, a couple of things on um, Netflix. And I've been watching things that are trying to make me laugh. <laughs> so, um, Frank, or, uh, Grace and Frankie, I, I think they're funny. Still still they're still doing that. Yeah. Okay. Very season. Uh, they're on six seasons now, I believe so. For some reason I thought they had canceled it. Uh. Uh-uh. Very very funny. So. And, I think I'm on season five, and Grace just had a knee replacement, which cracked me up because she was using a walker, and you know, people were trying to get her to do exercises and all that stuff. So. Now, I know before, it was shortly after our last one, and before you went to surgery, you did see something in the theaters. I think it was Cats, wasn't it? Ha. Huh. <laughs> no, it was Bombshell, wasn't it? I did. I did okay. go see Bombshell with a friend of mine. I did not get a chance to see that. What was that like? Well, the makeup was, I know that strange, like the first thing I would say was the makeup, but. The makeup was incredible um, because, um, oh my gosh, Freddie. <laughs> Hi, Freddie. Freddie. Freddie is doing a little heyo. Um, <laughs> could you tell um, it was Freddie? Oh, that that's a very indistinguishable uh, yeah. heyo. Um. So Charlize Theron was Megan Kelly and she like you ha- she her eyes were that like you could tell it was Charlize Theron but it was just still like kind of odd like just it, a, just it, a bit different there's yeah um and Nicole Kidman John Lithgow was um was Roger um Roger Ailes, yeah. Yeah. And he was I'm glad that he was practically indistinguishable, but I mean And that's kind of the second time that he's not done not so much that he's done Roger Ailes, but that he went like for the big man in the big suit and looks completely different because he played um uh Winston Churchill a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And that as soon as I saw him pop up on the trailer, I'm like, Oh, that looks like Winston Churchill. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, Nicole Kidman's in it too. And uh, Margot Robbie, she's fantastic. And uh, I thought everybody was, I mean, it, Connie Britton, there's lots of, it was an Alice, oh my gosh, Allison Janney, holy cow, her character. Because. Um, Before I she, forget this, I just want to make a quick side note. Yeah. Um, I know we've already done, the Golden Globes already happened. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But speaking of Roger Ailes character. Russell Crowe actually won a Golden Globe for his portrayal of Roger Ailes in the show that I was talking about that I screwed up the name of last time. <laughs> oh, what so, was that? Um, again, I still <laughs> the loudest voice. It was on Showtime. Oh, okay. Um, I don't have. 
Showtime. But yeah. Okay. So sorry. Back to Allison Janey. No, her, her character, um, she's a lawyer and, um, she plays, um, Susan Estridge and wow. I mean, she just, the movie made my skin crawl, made me horribly uncomfortable. So I did, it's, I mean, I, Austin John Lithgow did his job. Um, but you know, it's interesting because honestly, I wasn't in the whole, in the know in this whole thing. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that I didn't know about it because I don't watch Fox and I didn't, I don't know a lot about a lot of things that, you know, go on and all the different types of shows and et cetera. So, um, I mean, I had heard of Megan Kelly and I've seen Megan Kelly around obviously, but, um, Gretchen Carlson, I didn't know her character. And, um, and that was, that was Nicole Kidman's character. Right? Yeah, that's right. So. It was very disturbing. Um, the subject interesting. matter? Yeah, the whole thing. I mean, it, it's all about, you know, how he was sexually harassing these women. Yeah, old man taking advantage. Gross. It was gross. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was gross. And I, and, um, Margot um, did such a wonderful job of making you, her face expressions, like facial expressions were so perfect. Like you just felt like you were her, like Mm -hmm. you were sitting there like, oh my gosh, that's exactly that I feel. And although she. I've really come to love watching Margot Robbie. I mean, from when the, when she took on the the big short and when she took on uh, Harley Quinn. Oh my gosh. Just, and I just saw the transformation that. of her character is just great. She does a really great job of transforming into different characters. Like for being the sounds for being this pretty blonde girl. Does that make sense? It's she can really um Yeah, because I mean you, you look at her and you think she's going to be a one certain type. way and she is totally not that person it's, she's she been very person. impressive <laughs> right and she played that she was uh wasn't she she was the chick that was in um and she love how i say chick uh she you was have the right actress <laughs> that um was in the wolf right yeah the wolf on wall street wolf on wall street yeah yeah yep. like you she look was, like she looks like she's the perfect Leo's person girlfriend. to play that yeah. And then now she's the Joker's girlfriend and yeah. <laughs> weird. Her ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. She saw the new trailer for Birds of Prey. Yes. And <laughs> it's it. insane. And I'm Love not sure it. I can see it, but it looks only because it looks like it would be hard to watch for me right now. I don't know why. Well, you got some time to recover. <laughs> I, that's very true. I just think it looks fun. And that that's sometimes that's all we need out of a superhero movie is just give us some fun. Yeah. So you got that in. Did you get anything else in out I got, of, before you 
went into the night. Oh, I, well, did I talk about the fact that I went to see Little Women? No, because it was, nope. yeah. Because nope. I went to see right Little now. Women. I went to see Little Women on Christmas Day because that was the day that we found out. Uh, we will not be going to Cleveland <laughs> because it took me 45 minutes to get out of bed. So uh, that's when the hip decided it was gonna, it was done. Done. <laughs> So we stayed here and I, I remember mentioning going to see, I, I mentioned like jokingly sneaking out when I was in Cleveland and going to see a movie. And Jason looked at me like I was, what are you talking about? I was like, well, I have gone to <laughs> new movies on Christmas day a lot in my life. He thought yeah. that was crazy. And then it was his suggestion. We could go see a movie today. I thought, huh? So yeah, we went to go see, uh, which was a perfect movie. And I uh, we went to see Little Women uh, Christmas Day, which was was just really great. I showed the girls the trailer to see if they'd be even interested in that. And uh, Zoe was totally all about it. So we went to see it. Even Harper watched it. And uh, we all really enjoyed it. I thought I, I liked the way... Uh, the characters were depicted and, and a lot of people, Jason said he had a hard time because they jump back and forth, back and forth. Like they jump all over on the timeline mm -hmm. in the movie and Jason struggled with it a little bit, but I didn't because, you know, you're dealing with um, the way people have their hair, the way, you know, it's just like, it wasn't hard for me to realize what was going on. Um, and... I still cried. I mean, I know. You knew what was coming. and you still I knew it was coming and I still cried and uh, really, really cried. <laughs> and um, Laura Dern is in that. She did a really great job. I want to say. Um, they got a couple Oscar noms. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But Yeah. It's on there for I at least four of them. Possibly, I think five actually. So, or more. It was, it was, it was very good, and um, and I never, I look at her name, and I can hear, like you know, you can try to say a word, and you can hear it in your head. Seriously, sorry, Seriously. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Seriously, Ronan, Mrs. Ronan, Ronan. S S R. Ms. Ronan. She did. She did a great. I hate saying great job. That's all I say. Um, I really loved the skillful way. Sorry. I was, gosh, that was a total Rocky Horror Picture Show thing. Um, anyway, I really liked the way they had her uh, character uh, go through her transformation, except that she was so believable as somebody who was so insanely independent as Joe, that when she made the turnaround and actually became interested in someone, it was almost kind of like she sold herself out. And it was weird. So it didn't, that was hard for me to get over, but... um other than that, we really enjoyed it. 
Cool. But yeah, bombshell was uncomfortable. And I kept, I, for almost all women casts that I went to go see, but I didn't really get out and see much more. And uh, there were things that I really wanted to see, but there, I, and things that I'm going to have to rent, it looks like. Parasite, I'm going to have to rent, it looks like. The good thing is nearly all the movies that are on the Oscars are pretty close to being out there for you to watch. Right. That's what's really actually cool. I think there's only... Well, Knives Out isn't. Three of the movies. Is it? It's coming out soon, but I don't think it'll be out before the Oscars. Because they moved the Oscars up this year. We've only got like I know. a week. It's so. really early. Yeah, and they they didn't want all the other awards to kind of jump on their thing. And I think all the other awards But they did already. Up. Well, because I think a couple of them moved themselves up too. Like I think the Golden Globes seems like it, it was earlier. Well, I totally missed the Golden Globes and the SAGs, because, which I've never done before because I have been completely out of it. And Hey, you got drugs in your system. You're allowed I to do. <laughs> I have them currently. So, um, I got to see a couple films and man, the one that I was glad I really got to see was 1917. I know. Oh. I would love, and I can go see, how, is that a long one? Uh, no, it's nine. Was that 90 minutes? Really? Oh, well, I, I could probably go see that one. I just have to have, I, somebody said drive me to the theater or I could probably Uber to the theater. I just can't drive myself, but it's I can a, go it's in. It's 110 and it. minutes. I so, could go see that. Maybe Jason would take me. less than two hours. For some reason I thought it was, but it goes by so quick. Um, just phenomenal film for me, like in terms of technical wizardry um i mean if you're not familiar with 1917 it it's set in world war one it's about um the english uh army sending uh one of their men and his companion out to go find his brother to warn them of an impending uh not to attack the next morning because it's going to be a trap, basically. And so he has to cross no man's land and go into enemy territory to reach his brother and their unit to tell them, you know, don't uh, attack. You're all going to get killed if you do because the Germans were retreating and then coming back to uh, blow uh, Malda smithereens. That was not the right correct phrasing for that at all um but it's told in the perspective of a one shot like it's one continuous shot and the things that they did with the camera to pull this off now there's been other movies that have done this um one of my favorite is touch of evil like the first 20 minutes of the movie is all a single one continuous take um we heard it was uh was it birdman was that the name of it the one from a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're talking was, about the Michael Keaton movie. Yep. Yep. Um, that was, but I love this one so much better because with Birdman, you had like, yeah, you know, you're in rooms, you're, you're in these small settings and 1917 just makes these huge set pieces 
And it's a continuous shot through the whole thing. And I went back after the film um, to go look at some of the behind the scenes on what they had to do to get some of these shots. Now, there's a couple times in there that, you know, if you know what you're looking for, you can tell where they did the wipe. So, okay, that was a cut. But they spent months rehearsing out and pacing out all of the scenes and rehearsing them and rehearsing them and rehearsing them so they knew how long a scene took so that they could actually build the set to match how long it took them to go through it. So if they took a set, took five minutes for them to do walk through the set had to be five minutes worth of walking time long and the lines had to match it. And so you end up with these big, huge sets that are just gorgeous to look at from behind the scenes. Um, and the camera work that they did from being able to go from a guy holding the camera to putting it onto a, a crane and then the crane being able to put it on a zip line, then the zip line taking it back off there, putting it onto a motorcycle, then putting it onto a car, then running with it through the trenches. It's just mind boggling how they were able to pull this off and do it efficiently. And so do you, are you thinking... Um, what are you thinking as far as like best picture cinematography or directing? All three. All me. three. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I mean, the Joker actually has one because of, of Joaquin being nominated. They have 11 Oscar and I, nods. And I like the Joker, but in terms of a, a one, like a movie that just like, wow, this movie, like, Joker had the story. Joker had the acting. But it's a totally different looking film. Just two different films. And for me, it was 1917 was just, it's a technical achievement. I'm so glad they, they made this film because it's a testament to, you know, Roger Deakins finally got his cinematography award last year. Mm -hmm. He's going to get it again this year. I mean, there's, there's nobody else on that list that should take this because of what they did on this. It's, it's insane. Um, and it won, it won for best picture and best director, um, at golden globes. So. It's interesting that for the SAGs, I mean, parasite, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know much the, about parasite. the, the performance by cast, I don't either, except that it looks very bizarre, but it looks the, really good. The thing about 1917 is like, I think everything is acted well. It, but you're not like, yeah, they have Benedict Cumberbatch in it. They have Mark Strong in it. They have uh, Colin Firth in it. But they're not like, they're not put in there to be like, oh, we're going to make this insane acting piece for you. They're just people filling roles and the whole movie feels like you're just sitting, you're just one of the guys going with one of these two men as they make this, this journey. And so it lets you kind of create the story a little bit as to like what's happening and what's, um, how it should be done. And there's no way that I could see this even falling into the category of like, yeah, this is the best cast that you know, can get something. It doesn't have somebody like Joaquin where he just elevated the film to another level. 
but everything that was in the cast serviced the point of the film, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Um, so I haven't seen Parasite, so I don't know. I don't know. Maybe by next time. Yeah. That's my, I'm really wanting to see it, but I, there's. I think it's on of, Apple. Yeah, right? you, I yeah, you have to rent it. You have to rent it for quite a, yeah, like, yeah, it's going to cost some money to rent, but. um, The interesting thing is it's nominated for international feature film and feature or best picture. How do you feel about that? I, I think it should be one or the other. I think, didn't they go through this? Yes. With, um, they did. I know. The movie last year um, that was on Netflix. Right. I don't, and I can't think of it right now because I can't it was the think black, of it. It was the black and white one where I think it was nominated only in international feature film. And I thought the argument was that they couldn't nominate it in best picture because it could only be one or the other. I don't know why they do, why, why that's, well, the fact that the I, international- dis- I disagree with it because I th- it's it should be one or the other because it's is it because a, because because there is because we have an international. Um, are you saying that? Are you saying that the? I think, I think it's not it, a worldwide. It's not a worldwide. Um, like. The Oscars aren't worldwide. They're just for Americans or in a way. Hmm. Well, what I'm saying is the Oscars have a, you know, they have a foreign. Yeah. um, It's called International Feature Film. Right. International Feature Film. The International Feature Film to get nominated in that category, it has to be made in another country and have uh, I think a major major cast of people from that country I think to be an international feature film it's just to me there's no crossover it's in both I know but what I'm saying is you don't think that there should be any crossover I just don't know why there wasn't last year with that film with the one that won international feature film because I don't think it was in both. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe they didn't. I don't think it was in both. Probably arguing against myself here. Roma, 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 Roma is the name. Oh, Roma. But what I thought was kind of fun um, was that Brad Pitt won for his uh, the supporting role, and both of us, I think, both of us really liked Brad Pitt in this in his role for yeah. in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay, Mea Copa Roma was nominated in both. So yeah, Mea, Mea, Mea Copa or wherever you pronounce it, Roma was nominated in both last year. For some reason, I didn't think it was. I don't know what I was thinking. Oh well, it's okay. Um, yeah. But I'm so happy that Wa- I mean, I don't know if you want to go through this right now. I just was happy that Joaquin won. Yeah, I I don't see. I don't see anybody out there that's gonna push him off of that i you know i'm gonna have to say i just got done watching marriage story on netflix and i have seen as your favorite actor in it oh god oh my gosh i am you know i will say of him i didn't know he could sing he can sing 
I didn't know that. And and Kendra was talking about how much she likes him, and she was talking about. Um, I think that's uh, she, the, the the hidden thing of a lot. Of, I think there's a lot of actors that can, and actresses that sing. So Renee Renee Zellweger won. Um, and I saw Judy, and I thought she was. The problem is, and this obviously wasn't. I don't know. It's her. It's not her fault. It's a director. I would assume it's a director's choice. Is that because they didn't make it Judy's voice singing? I couldn't really get past it being Renee. Um, Renee being you know acting as Judy. Like I, I didn't really. But Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson, I thought did a really great job in it. I thought she was really good. And I will say that um, the guy that they're saying, Adam Driver, who I had an issue with, because the first time I saw Adam Driver, the first movie I saw him, and I mean, he kills Han Solo. So, of course, I'm not going to be a fan of him. Um, and he made me cry so hard that it was ridiculous. But in Marriage Story... cry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know. I was crying. We went to Wegmans afterwards. I couldn't stop crying. People thought, I don't know what they thought. But um, he really showed, both of them, I thought, showed some acting chops in Marriage Story. Um, Kendra was kind of making fun of it because she, I guess, saw a scene of it and she laughs a lot. or She was laughing at it a lot. And I said, I think you should watch the whole thing. Um, oh, my goodness. I, but I thought they really showed some acting chops by both of them. Yes. So our last show, there was also another uh, big movie that came out that we haven't talked about. Okay. Rise of Skywalker. I know. And I didn't get to see it. I know. I'll, I'll just put this out there. I liked it. You liked I, it or you loved it? I liked it. Okay. I, it was, I was fine with it. There's a lot You're, of like hate for it, but I really remember, am totally okay with it and how it I remember when I said, oh, because a lot of people said there are so many storylines in it, you know, da, 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 da. Um, because, yeah, oh man. There's so, no, tons, of tons of story in it, tons of story in it. And they're like, oh my gosh, well, you probably already know this because you were, you know, the film, but, you know, the fact that they had Carrie Russell in it. And I said, no, I did not know Carrie Russell was in it, but thank you. I, yeah. but JJ Abrams is in it. I'm sorry, Felicity's going to show up somewhere. But um, I, I'd heard about it, and the people that I know that went to see it really liked it. So I didn't hear negative reviews, but except that somebody said she really liked it, but she probably wouldn't see it again, only because it was so full of story that it was just so it was a lot but she really but she still liked going yeah i like all the past ones i've seen more than once this one i saw one and i'm like okay that's enough i'll save it, okay. the rest of it for when when it comes out on on home i'll bring it home and we'll watch it again it was just it was a lot to take in because there is just there is a lot in there um but the big thing that happened is like a lot of people like you either loved Force Awakens, hated Last Jedi, 
and liked Rise of Skywalker or hated Force Awakens, liked Last Jedi and hated Rise of Skywalker. There's like because of the things that happened between them. I am one of the ones where I liked Force Awakens. I liked Last Jedi and I liked Rise of Skywalker. Mm -hmm. So I thought I had missed one in there. Remember? Because I thought, oh, I actually have to catch up. There's Rogue One. There's Solo. Which I Solo. Well, I didn't see Solo, uh, but I, um, I actually watched uh, Rise. And, well, I watched Force Awakens and, and Rise. And um, you mean Last Jedi? That's what I meant. I meant Last Jedi, and I thought that I hadn't seen it. And then I was sitting there going, "You know what? I've seen this." <laughs> It just took me a while to remember. So I had actually seen them all and could have gone to see them, gone to see it. But I, I didn't, I didn't make it out there. I mean, I, yeah. And I don't even know what's in the movie theaters right now because. Um, oh, Bad Boys is out. No, thanks. And I actually got good reviews, but it's going to be one of those. I'll just wait till it's on video to watch it. Um, I just went and saw The Gentleman. This, How was that? Uh, week, it's. I liked it. It's Guy Ritchie, and if you're familiar with Guy Ritchie, besides mm-hmm. him marrying Madonna at one point, in no, I am. Um, <laughs> I know him bef- before. He, he did that. One of my favorite movies is Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Yes, I thought it was just the way it was filmed, the editing, just. You know, that was my introduction to Cockney and Jason Statham and. Uh, I can't remember his name, but the big guy who used to play soccer, who ended up being a thug in so many movies, mm-hmm. that was my introduction to all of them. And the way it was edited and it's fast paced. I'm like, Oh, this, this is like, I don't do drugs, but this is like having a drug addiction. Like I need more of this kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that fast paced blah, 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 blah. And you know, he came back, he did snatch with Brad Pitt. Right. Um, and then he started doing some other stuff and a lot of it wasn't good. There was a couple of good stuff in there. Um, and then I'm really glad. Some that of he, it was with Madonna. Yeah. Um, I'm talking more like in terms of like some what of I'm his saying. films, like he did um, Arthur with Charlie Hunman. Um, what else did he do? I think he did the man from uncle. Um, which I liked. Um, there's a couple other ones in there that, that are that became a little bit forgettable. Um, did he do Aladdin? He might have done Aladdin. Really? Really? Let me pull up his IMDb here. I wouldn't. I, that if he that's yes, he did Aladdin. Really. Okay, well, um, he did Sherlock Holmes. I loved Sherlock Holmes, the first one. Um, so he's got he's got some really good. He's got some bad. Like Aladdin, I thought it was not okay. Mm. Um, and so he's been going back and forth. But the whole time, I was like, man, I wish he'd go back and make more of the the crime, the English crime stuff. You know, that lock, stock, and two smoking barrels uh, mm-hmm. type thing. And he sort of does that with gentlemen you know he brings in 
uh, Hugh Grant. You got um, who else is in this movie with him? You got Hugh, Hugh Grant, Matthew McConaughey, um, uh, Jeremy Strong's in it. You got Colin Farrell pops up in it. Uh, Charlie Hunman's in it. So he's got a couple and Eddie Marson's in it. He's got a couple of the people that have worked with him throughout his other films that he kind of brings them back. And it's got that same type of storytelling where it starts off slow and then it just starts going off the rails and you're, you're trying to guess like what's going to happen next, what's going to happen next. And he's got a knack for that fast, quick storytelling that man, I, he just needs to stay in this groove and make more of these films because I liked it. I thought it was great. It, it's kind of sad that it's in January <laughs> because this movie is going to get forgotten to me that this would be like a put at the end of summer type movie hmm. where people can go like January is a an odd month to put stuff that stick around in people's minds for a while. I'm looking at Matthew McConaughey because I just saw him. I was trying to remember what the movie was, what the movie was called, because I just saw him in this. I'm just going to have to do it like this. Um, I saw him in this movie with on Netflix that came out in 2019. And he is with, oh my gosh, now her name is, I can see her. Oh, my Lord. She won for Les Mis, uh, Anne Hathaway. Mm-hmm. And it, Jason and I watched it. And it was so bizarre. Serenity. Serenity, okay. What a strange movie. I just want to say, what a strange movie that they were both in. We're both kind of like, what in the hell? Matthew McConaughey has a really interesting resume. He really, like, takes some chances out there. It's, like, it, it was look, bizarre. Going backwards, this is The Gentleman, Beach Bum, Serenity, White Boy Rick, Dark Tower, I never <laughs> sing um, Kubo and the Two Strings, Free State of yeah. Jones, uh, Interstellar, True Detective, Wolf of Wall Street, Dallas Buyers Club, Magic Mike, Mud. I mean, he I never saw Mud, but I wanted to. What's that? I thought Mud I was good. I liked I it. But he's so diverse in like the things that he's been choosing to do. But... His characters aren't always as diverse, but they work in the movies he's usually in. If that makes sense. I mean, sense. we it, it held our attention enough. It was just so strange. And it was kind of thinking, you know, why did they do this movie? Did they need the money for this movie? What was the <laughs> what was the draw for this? I you know, I I don't know. It was it was I don't know. I'm kind of I've been Shocked. I've been saying that a, a lot in the last couple of years of like, well, they only did that for the money. 
You know, if you have like two or three really top notch actors that all of a sudden end up in one of the worst movies. And I'm just like, I, I don't know how they chose it, but they did. <laughs> I, um, and this is not what I'm saying with this movie is at all, but I'm just looking at this. Uh, I happen to look at this category, but have, have you seen Hustlers? I have not. I heard about the, the rumblings and grumblings when it first came out, but I kind my of friend, put it off. My, my friend Leslie watched it. She really enjoyed it. I'm not a big J-Lo fan, so there's nothing about that movie that really appealed to me. She got nominated, dude. I know. It's pretty Still. impressive. And she did. I mean, she's up against some hard hitters there. I mean, Laura Dern wearing, winning In for a marriage story. Uh, she was, she, she got nominated for um, Outstanding Performance by a female actor and for a SAG. Oh, for SAG. Okay. Not for Oscars. I was like, um, I'm not looking at SAG list there. For Hustlers, but I, you know, I was kind of shocked that Laura Dern won. Not that I don't love her, but she kind of, in a way, is playing almost like a sister part to what she plays uh, in the HBO show that was a book that I read before and it's all women. Oh, the one with um, Reese? Yes. Give it to me. I know. I don't know the name of it. That's really annoying me. But if my my head was with me, um, I'd be able to tell you, um, which is really upsetting that it's not with me right now. Oh my gosh, everybody knows I'm talking. Shut your face, I know. Oh my gosh. Big little lies, big little lies. Big little lies. Now I, which I really enjoy. Um, And we're going to be going all over the place. Sorry, because that's how this is happening. But um, we haven't haven't talked in almost a month (laughs) and we're all over the place. Yeah, so it's not a surprise. Yeah, so I'm going to be. But have you seen Fleabag? I have not. It's on my queue with Amazon. Um, but I keep hearing it's got how a couple great of it my, is. It's got a couple of my favorite um, actors in it. So there's like the, I can't name his name, but he's was off of Sherlock. He played Moriarty. Um, uh-huh. He's in that right. as a reverend, it looks like. Um, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, oh, I got to check this out. And that was before she actually started winning for it. But it's been sitting in my queue forever. <laughs> and I, I just end up watching other stuff. <laughs> And Fosse Verdon, I is that how you say it? Fosse Verdon? Yeah. I haven't seen that, didn't, hadn't heard of it. That's we're how out of it two, I've been. We're two episodes in. If you have Hulu, it's on Hulu. Oh. And they, Michelle Williams won for it already? Yep. They both won, I think. They both won uh, Golden Globe. Yes, they did. Right. Sam Rockwell. Yeah. And f- from the two episodes I watched, I was like, this is amazing. So. Oh, well, to Hulu. Okay, well, I will go on there and watch it. And that's kind of exciting because I haven't Hulu has really... so much back stuff in there. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I... It's been nice more not having the, to... More of like the network stuff, but... Right. Um, and I can't 
find I, well I can't watch morning show because I don't have Apple TV uh, I got through one episode um, and? I haven't gone back I haven't gone back to finish watching the show but I know wow. um, I mean do you did you what's even, her name did you care for it Jennifer Anderson Jennifer Aniston she ended up winning for that didn't she she did um, yeah I, I thought it was a good premise but it was basically like I had just gotten finished done watching loudest voice which is the the Fox News thing and I was like oh I can't sit through another show like that just now so I'm just kind of like put it off for a little bit if is that, that makes what sense. that's about I don't know what even it's yeah about. so Steve Carroll's character um oh you say Steve Carroll I Steve said Carell. Steve Carell. Yeah, oh, okay. I said it wrong. Um, <laughs> I just checking. We're recording at night. It's almost eight o'clock. You keep saying like Matthew tired. McConaughey he gay. <laughs> and I'm like, it's just Matthew McConaughey. Uh, whatever. Or Matthew McConaughey. Um, I mean, hey. Okay. This is from a life of <laughs> nobody ever saying my name, my last name right. So I've stopped caring Aww. about how people say names right. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Um, actually, it's lies with a Z. Sorry. Uh, now I lost what I was talking about. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm yeah. Mo- so morning show. like I said, I just got through watching Lotta's Voice, which is basically about the scandal that happened at Fox News, which you just watched in Bombshell. Um, mm-hmm. And so in Morning Show, it it's loosely like that same thing. But Please it's God. Steve's character is an anchor who mm-hmm. oh. is basically the point of that. And Jennifer Aniston's character was his co-anchor. And oh. so it's about her moving on after that. And that's as far it's as I not, got with episode, it's just not episode about one. The Today Show, is it? Yeah, the, kind of that mix of is what happened really? with um, oh, God. Matt oh. Lauer. Okay, I am cringing yeah. because... Of how much I used to love Matt Lauer, I worship. Yeah. I loved him, and now, so yeah, that's just that, that's why I just kind of like put yeah. it on the back burner for right now. I'm like, I don't really want to watch this just now. No, I, I I'll don't save it for that. a rainy day, and it's been yeah. raining for a couple of days now, and I just still don't want to watch it. <laughs> um, well, she went I, against some heavy hitters, man. Elizabeth Moss, Olivia Coleman, Helen, you know, Helena, Helena. Helena Bonham, Bonham Carter. I mean, that's pretty amazing. So let's chat about the Oscars a little bit. Okay, let's so do it. We got the Oscars 2020 came in, and we only got uh, two weeks before they go up. So okay. by the time this actually gets out there, it'll be about probably about a week. <laughs> right. Uh, so actor in a leading role, I think that's pretty definitive with Joker. I agree, I and I hope so. I really, really, really want him to win. Now, he didn't win for Walk the Line, did he? No, he was he really did upset not. after that. Because that was uh, the... That I, was the one where he broke down afterwards and um, quit acting. That's because Daniel Day-Lewis beat him. Right, and there will be blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He stole his milkshake. Um, yeah, but there will be blood was so good. And yet, so That's bizarre. Probably Daniel at the Day same Lew- time. Yeah, but that was probably one of Daniel Day Lewis's best that I've ever seen him do. 
I have not. Okay. So you're starting with, I, um, so we have for best actor, Leonardo DiCaprio, Adam Driver, Joaquin Phoenix, of course, uh, um, Jonathan Price, and Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas? Oh. Uh, as you can tell, I haven't gone through every single nook and cranny of this yet because, and that's not like me at all, like at all. So we know that I have been drugged up um, a little bit. But if I, if I was a betting man, I'd put my money on Joker. I, me too. I absolutely. And I, how do you feel? About, how do you feel about the press director, Martin Scorsese, for The Irishman? No. I know. I just no. think it's funny because every time I see it, I think of how much I dislike the film. How much you can't stand that movie. Um, and that, you're that, that film Sam just, Mendes. they're adding that film to the Criterion Collection. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. So you're thinking Sam Mendes will win for 19. Wow, you're like all over the place. You must be looking at a different list than I am. I'm looking at Best Director. What are you, where are you? I'm looking at the Oscars 2020 ballot and just going down the list. Me too. So actor in leading role is followed by actor in a supporting role. You're looking at the same list? No, I can't. I'm not like, well, which one are you on? Because the there's lots of Oscars, them. The official Oscars 2020 ballot from the Oscar site. Okay. Well, I mean, that would probably be a good place to start. <laughs> I'm kind of. Apologies to anybody that actually makes it this far into the episode. There was absolutely no preparation into this. I just None. basically and, said, hey. Oh, hey. I've got everything. What's okay. that? What are you doing at 6.30? Yeah. We were originally going to do tomorrow because I thought it was going to take me longer to get things set up. I got everything set up in the studio. I'm like, ah, let's see how we sound first before we commit to anything. Okay. Wow. And I just made that totally harder for you because I could have just like dragged it and dropped it into. You could have. Would have been nice. <laughs> that would have been nice, but that's fine. All right. We're we on the same page now? I believe so, yes. Okay. So, actor in a supporting role. Yeah, I'm thinking. Um, we got Tom Hanks, Anthony Hopkins. And two guys from The Irishman and Brad Pitt. I'm definitely going Brad Pitt on this one. I believe, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Brad Pitt. Mm -hmm. For once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah, I really, really I enjoyed that. him in that. I thought it was it was different than most Brad Pitt that we get to see. And I thought it was well, well done. Um, actress in a leading role. Take it. I'm going to say, um, why is this? Hold on. Well, one second, I'm taking it, but I, um, <laughs> um, I'm laughing at myself because I, Okay, there we go. She lost it. I did. I, that's what exactly what happened. Um, actor in a actress in supporting role. Just I'm going to say. You don't close the browser that has the recording going. 
I won't. I'm going to say, okay, Renee, Renee, maybe Renee will win it. Um, I haven't seen, this is hard for me. I haven't seen Harriet, so I don't know. I, I, um, I saw Harriet and I thought Cynthia Reveal was great. Is she? She got nominated. However, just based on everything I've seen out there, I don't know how Renee could lose it. I guess not. Um, Especially I guess I'll have to go with Renee. I mean, Renee did a great job. I just, she did a great job. I don't have, it's such a strange, I have such a strange feeling about the movie because. Yeah, you've got it based on the, the vocal. Well, tie-in. because that's, it's like, it's because she's known for her voice. I can't separate the two. It's very hard for me. And because I know, I wish the movie was more historically accurate. That's not her fault. I'm just saying, because I know that she is acting um, and being uh, Judy Garland, it's almost like she's, you know, it's a false, there's a false sense of history there. You know, there was never, you know, she never went and had brunch or whatever with those two men and, you know, things like that. Stuff like that drives me crazy. So, you know, I, that bothers me. So I'm going to say that, but I I am going to say that I really, again, liked Scarlett Johansson, the marriage story. But I also like Sarah Say. I mean, and so I think they all did a really great job this year. So I'm not quite sure, but it looks like. I'm taking too long to say this, so we'll move on. Actress in a supporting role. My pick is going to be Margot Robbie. Um, however, I know she's not going to win. I think that it's a really good choice. Yeah. I just go back to like what I said earlier about her. I just, I, 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 I like her in the roles and I, I Oh yeah. But what I did. Great. I, th- I threw, I just threw Scarlett Johansson into the wrong category. Sorry. No, she's in both. She's nominated in both. Oh, she is because that's Jojo Rabbit. Because yeah. I was like, okay, sorry, people. This is called being yep. on. Yeah. Um, huh. I, I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit. I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit. So I think that if Margot won, I would be happy. I mean, I she really did a great job. So I wouldn't have a problem with her winning at all. So maybe she has a chance. All right. Animated feature film. I think this is hands down goes to Toy Story 4. I don't think I hope so. any. I don't think there's Let's any competition see. in there. No. Um, cinematography, same thing. I don't think there's anybody that's going to beat out 1917. If it no. does, then I give up on the Oscars, honestly. <laughs> I I don't think anybody's going to beat that. No. Um, costume design. I don't know, but possibly Little Women. But I also yeah, I would probably go with Little Women or JoJo. Joker and Irishman or <laughs> so you've seen JoJo. Uh just from what I've seen on the the trailers and the stuff, it hasn't been out on to rent yet. So yeah, I would say, and um, directing, 
He's probably going to be Sam Mendes. Yep. That's my hope. 1917. I think he's going to be one of those guys that he's nominated twice and wins twice. Which will be nice. Documentary I can't Yeah, I haven't seen any of the documentaries. I like like the title of Walk, Run, (laughs) Cha-Cha. And then the other one was Learning to Skateboard in a War Zone if you're a girl. I think those are really... There's some really cool titles. Mm-hmm. St. Louis Superman. Life Overtakes Me is actually a really great title too, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, film editing is, you know. <clears throat> I would go Ford versus Ferrari. But so I would I. Seen, I was about to say it. I haven't it was, seen JoJo, so I can't say if that's better. And I haven't seen I haven't Parasite. seen Parasite either. But, but from what I've seen, I guess. I did see too. Ford versus Ferrari, and I I liked the editing in there. I did too. I really did. Thought I was going to say Ford versus Ferrari, but I don't think we're going to. I don't know if we're going to get that one or not. And I can't do the international feature film. Well, I'm just going to go with Parasite. Okay, wait to cheat on that one. I think that's the safe bet. If it got nominated for Best Picture, it's probably going to win international feature film. It's kind of like no fair to everybody else. <laughs> but. Uh, Makeup and hairstyling. No, no, no. You're uh, you're going you're going past music. No, I haven't got there yet. So it's international feature film, makeup and hairstyling, then original score and original song. Oh, you're right. Because my thing I mean, keeps jumping ahead. <laughs> makeup and hairstyling, Lo Santo. Um, I'm um, gonna s- Joker. No, yikes. Yeah. Oh shoot. You know. I'm go on an oddball here. Let's go with Maleficent. No. Maleficent or Bombshell? You said Bombshell had some really, yeah. interesting makeup. I guess makeup, since that, that stood out at me, I guess I should say Bombshell. Okay. Music and original score. Mm. Mm. Original score. Going to probably have to go with Joker. Me too. 1917s is very base, like, kind of like Dunkirk. And any other year, I probably would have picked that. But I didn't notice sure marriage stories. Probably. I didn't notice the music. I mean, I didn't really notice these. What did you think about John Williams? Um, sounded just like the rest of the okay. Star Wars. Okay. Nothing that was like, oh, this is transcendent. If that was the right word to use. I'm going to say that uh, for the original song, it's going to be Into the Unknown. Into the Unknown. Because my children cannot stop singing it. Not not Rocket Man. I think Rocket Man was the one that won, wasn't it? Could be, but all I'm saying is that I'm going for the other one because my because I keep hearing my children. Sing. Well, I'm going to go against you and say that I'm going to. Okay, that's fine. Love me again in Rocket Man. Okay, that's <laughs> I fine. No, I have no clue. I thought Stand Up by Harriet was good, but that was all right. Uh, best picture. What? That's a weird spot to put best picture in this list. <laughs> what the heck? I like, know. Everything else seems natural, and then there's like best picture right in the middle at the end. We'll come Very back strange. to that. Production design, I'm going 1917 all the way with that one. I, I'm so going to withhold. I don't know because I, I can't really vote on that. I can't vote on short film at all. Yeah, skip Sound the short Sound editing, I'm going to say Ford versus Ford versus Ferrari. Ferrari. But I also have not seen two of the movies. So the 1917 and Star Wars I haven't seen, so 
Yeah, I think sound editing and sound mixing should go to Ford versus Ferrari. I don't think the other ones kind of rise to that level of that one. Uh, visual effects, definitely 1917. Okay. Um, I'll trust you on that. Yeah, I mean, right. what else? The fact, the fact that Irishman is on there annoys me for visual. <laughs> just, especially like how bad I thought the visual effects were. And then like every time I turn around and everybody talks about how revolutionary they are, I'm like, oh, they just, I've seen better. And I'm gonna... they were too distracting. With writing, I, the adapted screenplay, am I, I'm going to say Joker. You think because... Joker over Little Women? I mean, probably that may, I think that it might, yes, but that's probably, it could be an unpopular choice, but I liked, I liked the writing of the Joker. Okay. I'm going to go with Little Women on that one. Okay. Um, and that is based solely because she's not nominated for directing. Now, writing, I will say that all I kept thinking through Marriage Story was, this is a great script. This is a great script. Wow. What a great script. You know, I kept thinking that. So, um, and I really yeah. liked Knives Out. I really would like that to win, but I think that's not going to win. win. I hope it does, but yeah, I haven't, I need to see Parasite first and I haven't seen 1917. So, and I feel that 1917 will win best picture, but yep. I don't, I, I do think, it. I think 1917 going to win with Joker. It's still being, out there, right? It's still out. In yeah, the yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm hoping that with Joker being the backup pick for best picture. I'm going to either have a friend drop me off or Uber because Jason's going to be gone. That's going to be interesting Um, because I can't drive on on the medication I'm on. Yeah, please don't. I know. I'm not going to. Um, My children are riding the bus now. We're having... They're, they haven't ridden the bus for a while, so this has been a good experience for them to not take okay. me for granted. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I feel like we've covered everything. I I am sad that I missed the. I haven't watched it still, and I probably won't. The SAGs. I I'm sad that I haven't really been able to fully get into anything this year as far as award season goes i'll do my best to get in there and yeah i've been watching a lot more ku basketball than i have movies and watching ku and k-state make complete asses of themselves so now i want to you know what i'm talking about you don't know no don't i'm know. not a big fan of anything yeah. baseball okay <laughs> okay i'll just leave that out for everyone else that isn't on that so I did have like there was one other thing I wanted to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. I took I took some time off um, last week, and I actually spent just 
allowing myself time to recover from the last couple months of everything and sat and binged um, Vikings. Oh. History History Channel show. Mm-hmm. I binged the entire six and a half seasons. <laughs> and wow. Each, each show is about 45 minutes. I'm impressed. In a week. <laughs> I am very impressed. It was a lot of time on the couch. But man, I really like this show. Really? I okay. think it, it is. Well, I, if I, I didn't like it as good as I did, there's no way that I would have sat and watched as much. I mean, it was just rolling from one into another. My God, I I just got to watch. I got to see what happens. I got to watch it. And it's, you know, it's based on real characters and real events. I mean, as real as you can get with history because, you know, there's a lot we just don't know. But I think from top to bottom, it's acted well. It, the set pieces are amazing. The amount of people they have in the cast is amazing. I just think if you're looking for something to start like filling your back catalog and you like history, even if it's kind of some of it's made up heavily, but mm-hmm. still well done, it is definitely something. Um, okay. But, you know, it's it's one of those just like, yeah, it's a it's a family drama. Well, dude, I sat and watched Poldark yeah. and just completely got sucked in by that. So I, I understand. Poldark, how is he doing? Aw. Magic Poldark. Magic Poldark is doing really well. He's, gosh, he's huge now. He's like grown so much. We're talking about my dog was magic. And then I added Poldark to his middle name because I had finished Poldark and was just, you know, smitten. And just felt like, yeah, I'm going to. He also has dark curly hair, so I'm going to keep um, He's doing well. Um, I do have something. Uh, my friend Leslie from Minneapolis that I talk about a lot, she t- told me to ask you something, and you can think about it. But she said... Oh, now we have the there. listener portion of our show. Yeah. Listener well, email. It's a listener email. It's a listener question. Because um, her son... Oh, he's a young one. Like, um, he's five, six, four, four. Okay. I don't think he's going to kindergarten. Sharp little guy. But I'm going to say, let's, let's, let me say, I'll, I'll word it this way. If you were to put an order to the, Marvel films. I would say just Marvel films because I just think putting in all of the series and all that stuff is too much. In order for a young person, 10 and under, let's say, to watch, would you, she wanted to have a kind of a list to go off of for her son to watch. Because he, he watched... Um, I, for me, the Spider-Man, they should only be watched in release order. If you're going to, if you're going to go through well, right. and want to watch them, you watch them in release order. Is there any way that you can skip any, if you are a young person, like, are there any that you should skip as a young person that you still would understand what's going on, but maybe you should skip because it's too violent or. I am not the person to ask about too violent. <laughs> Honestly. 
I mean, I, I let my children watch things with me that other parents would deem as violent. Me, well, me too. Well, not violent, but I, I would say. Like I had, um, I had somebody ask me if like, uh, of their, if their child should go see 1917 and they're like a 12 year old or a 13 year old. And my response uh, to my wife was if it was my child and they understood that what they're watching is as close to what actually would happen in real life, then, and they could handle that, then yes, I would take them to see it. If they don't handle that well or have responses to that, that might not be good, Mm -hmm. then I wouldn't. It's, that, you have to know your child. That really falls. Yeah, it falls on the child. So I really, I'm not the person to say this is too violent. You shouldn't watch it. It's more of knowing the reaction of how your child is going to handle that violence, because the level of violence of something like 1917 versus the violence of something in a Marvel movie are completely different versus the violence off of what would be in Star Wars or Quentin yeah. Tarantino. Um, I'm it was kind of like doing levels like here. I mean, Quentin, Quentin would be up near like 1917 level violence, you know, really? open, raw, real, a little over the top. Um, but then you really? have Marvel, which is kind of in the middle. And then you have Star Wars where it's like implied violence, but you don't right. ever see anything like, you know, if you took a lightsaber to somebody and cut somebody in half, that's going to make one hell of a mess. But they don't show that. <laughs> like you go back to like uh, Phantom Menace where Darth Maul gets cut in half and it's just right. like, wee, falling down the thing. You know, it's not as bad as what it could be. Sure. Um, and Marvel is just above that a little bit where I think when they first started out, the first, I'd say probably the first 70% of the Marvel movies. Um weren't as violent they were closer to that star wars and i think as they've matured and as the audience that started with those ones as a kid started maturing as you saw with avengers endgame there was a little bit more violence in infinity war and endgame like there was a little bit more reality to like you know seeing blood and captain america bleeding and like hurting and broken arm like you saw his like bone you know, mm-hmm. that's a maturity on Marvel as a whole. And I think that kind of like if you're introducing a kid to it, I think the way to do it is really to start at the beginning because they were very sensitive okay. to that. They're very like, I'll right, tell her to watch it first. We're introducing kids, but also making the adults who grew up with these have that sense of connection with them. And as he really grew up, Marvel grew up. So they could be a little bit more daring and with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, as a parent, just know what you're getting into. And I'll just say you watch them in order. And then as you watch them, you can see if you think he would be able to handle that or not. I would yeah. say that, you know, because Zoe was able to handle some things like as far as maturity wise that other kids don't, but she also can't handle some things like that I could because she's, she's very, um, she gets scared very easily. Mm -hmm. I think that's my husband's fault. Um, (laughs) I really do. Cause, uh, you don't know things are scary until your parents think they're for me, unless somebody tells you that they are. 
And Jason is just like, oh my gosh, you can't, they can't work. That's too scary. That's just terrifying. Yeah. And there okay, is a small part Gremlins of it. Gremlins is not terrifying. Okay, Gremlins honey. is one of my favorite Christmas movies. He holds it, every it year. to the terrifying level. He still says it's terrifying. And now my children think it's terrifying. So, I mean, but I watch movies. Like today I watched a movie that I'm sure most parents wouldn't highlight what let their child watch, especially their seven-year-old watch. But she loves dance so much and the dancing and the music of it that, you know, who cares if the words aren't exactly appropriate. They kind of are going over her head, honestly. And um, and I didn't think the dancing was inappropriate. So I didn't have a problem with it. So, I mean, we, we went we went way back. There were some things that Which I... Which movie? Oh, it was... Um, I don't remember. Now it's it's the one with Julia Stiles, like the dance movie with oh, Julia Stiles. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, I made like uh, several inverters. What, what the heck yeah. is it called? To a Julia remember. Stiles and uh, is that Channing Tatum in that with her? No, 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 not Channing Tatum. Oh. Uh-uh. This is the one with Olivia Pope. <laughs> uh, hold on. I will tell you in one moment. Um, anyway, but we watched that this morning. And the only thing I fast forwarded through were, I, I fast forwarded through um, the drive by shooting. Cause I thought maybe that was a little bit much for her. Um, save the last dance. Save the last dance. That's it. Because they love the dancing part. Now Harper finished it out. Zoe didn't finish it out. Cause, um, we took a break and they went to go get something to eat. And then like Harper came back and Zoe didn't. Um, but yeah, so there was that, but I mean, I watched breaking and breaking two and you know, all that stuff when I was a mm-hmm. kid, cause I was, I, I totally loved dancing just, and they're horrible movies, but um, I wouldn't say horrible, but you know what I'm saying? They're bad. Speaking of dance movies, one of my favorites is now on Netflix. Strictly what? ballroom. I know, I know. The day the day it came on, we sat down and watched it. I'm like, oh. hey, it's it's the first we can watch it. <laughs> so, that's we did. No, the girls sat great. there and watched it, and they're like, oh, okay. Harper, <laughs> Harper is a tap dancer, a ballet, and she does um, jazz and Broadway dancing. She does all that on Saturday mornings. So she was digging it. And she and then she did she did take a hip hop class over the summer that she loved. So she that was the hip hop and the ballet thing was really she was really digging that. So that was I um I kind of made a change in my life here a little bit um with how much I've been getting injured with running decided to take a little bit of a step back and not focus so much on running. And one of the things I decided that I was going to do this year is actually get back into swing dancing. So oh. me and my wife have gotten back into that. And Have you really? Yeah. Where, where do you go? Uh, when, like, a local, there's a local place called Groove Juice Swing. And they have some dances and stuff that we're going to be attending. And, but it's just kind of like, you know, Good for you. I, danced, I danced for 10 years and then haven't danced for the last 16. You danced for 10 years? I did. I danced swing for 10. I didn't know that. 
Something and, uh, you didn't know every day. But it is much harder to get back into it than I thought it was going to be. I'm like, okay, the legs just don't respond as quick as they used to. Um, you know, musicality is musicality, but it's like my body is like, okay, you can do this. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been fun and. Well, she, I had. She, that's good. Yeah, you're good. Go. No, no, no. It's fine. I. That's. I don't know if I can get Jason to do that or not. I mean, I. I'm seriously doubting it, but it'd be nice if he did. My wife was a little hesitant at first. I mean, she wasn't involved in it as long as I was. Um, I only started. I taught her swing when we first got together, and then we danced it at our wedding. Oh, then funny. our child was born and then we didn't dance after. <laughs> so like our time together dancing was very short. And oh. so when we, I just said to her that like, this is something I want to do. I want to get back into it. I don't want to half-ass it. I want to get back into it, into it. That's fine. Um, she was kind of a little like eh, a little wary, but you know, we're like three weeks into it now and she's like, okay, it's coming back. And I'm, and I can see like, there's a joy in her. Are you eye. having fun? Like, Good. Yeah. Well, and it's kind like, of like the, yeah. And you know, the one thing that I love about dance and especially partner dancing is it's a way to talk to each other. Not even, not like physically having a conversation with your mouth, but mm-hmm. like there's a way you can talk to each other in dancing. And I think that's something that. You're such like, romantic. No. You are. Yeah, it's, it's hard to describe, but there's, that's, no, if you really a, love dance, I think you'll understand what I mean by that. I had, I, the girls and I watched Shall We Dance uh, last two weeks ago, probably, or two or three weeks ago. They love that movie. That's the one with Richard Gere and J-Lo and mm-hmm. uh, that's, that's a really cute movie. I, I adore that movie and uh, Susan Sarandon. So I, I love that movie. And I still don't think I could get, you know, Jason to do that. I don't know. Mm, I could ask him, but I don't know when we'd even find the time, sadly. And I'm not going to be shaking my hips anytime soon, so. No, you've got some recovery to do, but light dancing might. Just put on some music and dance in the living room with your kids. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe he'll like, hey, this is fun. Let's go do this. I don't think so, but just good try. <laughs> oh, that's put little put little hints out everywhere. <laughs> like, what's this? Why is there a wingtip shoe in my? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, uh, uh, this has been fun. Yeah, it's weird not it, seeing you. Yeah, but um, it's like it's not, it's not impossible. It's like having a phone conversation with somebody. But better, just a little bit better than a phone conversation because I don't have to hold the dang thing up to my ear. <laughs> and knowing that everyone or anyone could listen to it. And yeah. Well, I think uh, that wraps it up. Um, mm-hmm. I think next time we'll uh, have a little bit more structure and be a little bit have more prepared. More but, you know, just a little update on everything that's happened over the last month with her surgery, the studio, and now doing this remotely. Um, just a few changes and I hope you are out there. will stick with us as we go through these changes and make the change for the show for the better. Yeah. So until next time. 
Catch you later. Until next time. Bye. see our show notes for details on what the outgoing song is and who it is by and also as always if you have a piece of music that you'd like us to play or consider playing please contact us today (laughs) 